Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. How was that for you? You know what? Uh, if you're going to say hello, everyone, why don't you just say it how you normally would in the past? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Therapy. It's better. Okay. So this past weekend, Laura had the, um, what am I trying to say here? Shit, I'm actually having a, a brain fog. You had the pleasure of meeting my parents. Oh, yeah. So I was telling Laura that I've never brought a guy home to meet my parents. And this felt what I think it would feel like to bring a guy home. No, it totally did. So we had, we went for lunch and then we went out for tea after. And when we were at tea, they were telling me all these stories about like Shireen and her siblings as kids. More so my brother. Yeah, more so your brother. But it was exactly what happens when you like bring someone new over and they're like, you remember all these stories from their childhood. And you're sitting there like, oh my God, these are all new stories. I've never heard these before. I actually had never heard that. (laughs) I know. But that's what happens when you bring people home. Like all these things that they want to share come out of the woodwork. Well, then maybe I should have brought like past exes home. You should. You'd learn a lot more about yourself and your parents no so the reason i brought that up is because laura called me out and said that i make half of the episode about the kardashians so in the spirit of that we're going to start with the hot tops and the kardashians (laughs) kim and pete were in australia did you see that yeah was this a continuation of their last trip or did they go somewhere new I was wondering the same, but it looked like they had beach pics like a couple weeks ago and now they're in beach pics again. Yeah. But you know what I noticed different this time is that like, I don't think I've seen Kim on vacation like this. Yeah. No, not with a boo. Like obviously she went to France and wherever else with Kanye, but I feel like it was always for something like for publicity, for a fashion show, to meet with a designer, something. Yeah, it wasn't His just like video. Kim in the wild doing activities. Yeah, like she's actually traveling the world now. Yeah. Like when she went to London for, I guess, she tried to get into the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. <laughs> um, I was just like, I don't think I've ever remembered her in London. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, you're right. Like this does seem like she's traveling for fun and for leisure and we're actually getting to see it. Yeah, so... Pete was a good Instagram boyfriend. Did you see that he's got a tattoo on his neck that says, my girl is a lawyer? But we've talked about this. I thought we talked about the fact that he's got the, her kid's name tattooed on him. No, but do you remember when Kim went on Ellen and talked about her being with Pete? She said that Pete's this tattoo guy. Wait, you're looking at me as though you're going to say, no, obviously I don't. Well, that's always my answer when you ask me, do you remember something? (laughs) But we talked about it on the podcast. Okay, okay, So she had that interview and she was talking about how she is with Pete and she's found happiness and all that good stuff. And then she said, Pete's just a tattoo guy. Like, they just love getting tattoos of everything and anything. But he wanted to do something different this time with her and get himself branded. So he got my girl as a lawyer branded on him which i don't we had this exact conversation like what i remember the branding aspect of it i think yeah so yeah you sent me that tiktok and i was like why are you sending me this (laughs) just reminding you (laughs) yeah laura knows that when she doesn't get a reaction from me it's probably because i'm like okay i'm trying not to say that i've already brought this to your attention (laughs) um drake dropped a new album this week did you listen no probably not it's a dance album do you like it? Um, 
yeah like it's enjoyable if you're just out on the patio or something i tried to listen to his last album and wasn't into it at all so i didn't even try this time see i don't like rap drake as much as i like singing drake and this album is just drake singing on dance beats oh so it's good for the summer for yeah. sure but i was listening to it on my drive and i was just like this is kind of boring mm. but i could see it being fun elsewhere okay anyway so the first song is the one that he dropped a music video for called falling back where he marries 23 girls so he's the groom yeah and what's the concept of the song i don't know (laughs) the reason i bring it up is because tristan thompson makes an appearance right and he gives relationship advice to drake in the video but like drake is also marrying 23 girls so it kind of makes sense well the thing is like is that not a major slap in the face to chloe yes like making light of his entire situation of having all these women yes but he's not the groom drake's the groom yeah but tristan's giving him advice exactly he's part of his groomsmen is it just like does it show what the advice is or does it just show them like talking before the wedding uh, did you watch the no. video no oh my God. it was on you my it was report. on my list of to-dos oh God. and listen i was entertaining two old parents this past week they would okay? have loved to watch the drake actually video my mom with you. does love drake yeah only because he says i only love my bed and my mom i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah well uh, okay so we'll watch the video and report back to you what with more context maybe, next week maybe <laughs> but speaking of tristan thompson chloe chris and tristan plus true were photographed in the past week hanging out he was also hanging out with kylie and he got caught staring at her ass oh good but i okay this is what i saw about what was the full story oh okay thank you please take it away so i heard i saw you know on your instagram explore page Mm -hmm. so i saw a picture of those three and so i was like immediately clicked on it to see what was going on but then i saw it was on some like spanish website for some reason with the spanish comment and chloe had like comment comment so it was showing the side by side of like them out and then her comment and the first comment was in spanish and then the next comment was like translated and and i don't know if this is real or not because i could never find it again because i went searching for it but the comment back said yeah and you don't see the paparazzi taking photos of kim with kanye or Mm -hmm. kylie with travis or like all these other people that were also there because it was like a dance recital of like all the girls so like true was oh, in yeah. it she did post that in her story dream was in it i think chicago might might have been <laughs> in it as well so it's like everyone was out and about and it wasn't like they were just hanging out the three of them but also even if they were it was clearly for something related to true mm-hmm. so it makes sense why they were together like she's obviously as she said in the last episode like true will never know of this like discord between the two of them mm-hmm. so it makes sense why they were all hanging out together and i just feel like the way it's portrayed in the media is like they're together again right after this episode drops of the cheating scandal yeah and i just don't like it yeah well we'll talk about that in the episode i did appreciate the sisters like having her back with the media trolls um kim dropped a skims hotel line i think she's like getting closer to dropping her plane line well is it probably is it the same thing like robes and slippers yeah and the hotel line, what does that mean? Like, is, is it clothes you wear in a hotel? Yeah. As opposed to, like, she's yeah, exactly. new at the Fairmont and all their robes are going to be... Could, could you imagine? imagine? Ooh. 
I would like I would actually steal those slippers like my boyfriend yeah. stole the Fairmont slippers the last time we were there thinking that they were the best slippers they're they're not they're terrible slippers they're paper the worst slippers yeah. they've never been worn again uh-huh. but he made sure to steal his and mine I'm like I'm not wearing those but is it stealing like can't you take the slippers probably but if they were Kim's skin I would be like yes take the slippers imagine, take the robe take everything imagine they had the skin line skin skin line skin but then we wouldn't get rose 31 yeah we need that lolabo lolabo i need that to like refresh my travel stash oh okay yeah i'll tell you about that after but based no i'll tell you now <laughs> so you know how you and i just buy the test bottles oh yeah of the perfume yeah so i went to go order it again and it has this option where you can like request that they refill it but it's weird because it they frame it as a request but then they ask like what do you want to know about this request like what, a refill what like, is your inquiry about this product the stock so, of the testers yeah so i said this was always available i've been buying this for years which i haven't been <laughs> why is this not available anymore i've yet to hear hmm. no acknowledgement either because i'm a very important person the thing is rose 31 from lalabo costs about like 300 dollars for 15 milliliters but you could buy the testers which are seven milliliters for 10 bucks or not seven they were like 1.5 no, milliliters there were a lot of milliliters when you did the math you yeah. could buy them for like 10 bucks and i would buy like 15 of them yep and it'd be cheaper than buying like the similar equivalent way cheaper than buying the similar equivalent and you don't even perfume. need much with that perfume anyway yeah so, so there's your hack if it ever comes back we'll let you know because we are cheap yeah but we have good taste mm-hmm. um what is it caviar taste on a vienna sausage budget is it vienna sausage mm-hmm. no yeah. no why caviar and vienna sausage are two very different like meals i feel like that let's google that because i feel like that was really wrong but maybe i'm wrong okay <laughs> so uh remember we wondered if kim uses a therapist and we we're like she probably doesn't because she just is therapized mm-hmm. well she was in an interview this morning i forget which show the good morning show or today's show and well she was talking about her relationship with pete and they asked like did you see this becoming like the fact that you had a boyfriend she's like no not at all and they said how did you decide to like what are you smiling at well i just googled the phrase and it's caviar taste on a tuna fish budget no it's definitely vienna sausage i heard it on a show because i tweeted it maybe that was a two years ago and i submitted it for one of my friend's bar calls well maybe you've been looking like a fool a damn fool for years i blame the show (laughs) that one i'm quite confident about okay so anyway she talks about the kids and how she consulted her sisters who have done this before and then she said and i talked to a few different therapists and decided like i needed at least six months before introducing them to each other Hmm. so she waited six months or longer and it's confirmed that she does talk to therapists that's interesting it didn't seem like it was that long for her to introduce her kids to pete but really it did for me yeah i don't know well they started dating in october I guess it's just the timeline. Time just is passing weirdly. I I thought it was longer Hmm. or shorter, I guess. But that's not surprising. She comes across as very woke and self-aware. Yeah, she's a queen with a K. Um, So next in Bravo News, did you see this thing about Diana Jansen being called out for, I don't know. Yeah. You did? I did see it. Okay. So do you want to talk about it? Well, I don't know if I know the full story, but basically um 
someone posted a picture who posted the original picture this girl named Kristen. Kristen. yeah Dion. so someone posted a side by side of diana jank isn't it jenkins from no. t- jensen anyway oh, it d- is jenkins jenkins yeah so from when she was 20 years ago to now and it was a side by side and the the comment was like there's no way this is the same person mm-hmm. and then diana commented back and then she's like yeah that was 20 years ago um like i was pre-kids pre like i was bloated i don't know what she said she put this big long explanation she said also this looks like the picture's manipulated but shame on you you and your bullshit shopping yeah and then this person i don't know what the person commented back she said holy poop emoji you had time today but the fact is both pics are you however neither of them look alike welcome to the bravo sphere okay you know that you have the notes and then diana said to keep that same energy with the rest of instagram that thinks you have no storyline and should be fired so then Kristen, in a since-deleted comment, who is black, continued and said, and not just with the black content creators, Diana snapped back and said, it can't feel good being a black content creator. That's what she said back. Yeah. And then on, she went on and on and on the rest of the comment, didn't she? Uh, no. I saw a really lengthy comment. I think it was her apology. No, I saw that after the fact, but like, oh. it doesn't really matter. So beside the point. Yeah, and then Chris, so then she commented back, or she commented again saying, I woke up this morning to Crystal's phone calls. Crystal's like the other housewife Mm -hmm. on the show who's Asian. And she said, what did she say? You probably have it there. I assumed black content creator was a title referring to a page that would be focused on snarky content. I copied the term because I thought that's what it meant. I didn't realize it was referencing to you as a black woman and a content creator. Yeah, and then she said some bullshit like, you have to know I'm not from this country. Yeah, please understand. I'm not from this country. So deeply sorry. I'm devastated that this was taken to mean something racially insensitive. I understand now why it was taken that way, and that was never my intention. I'm truly sorry. And then the girl comments back and was like, she still got me blocked. So the apology for, was for you guys, not me. Yeah, because it does say she never received the comment because Diana blocked her. Yeah, it's just like, how do you possibly, plausibly, even if... English isn't your first language and you didn't grow up here, didn't spend your last like how many years in a different country. Like she's been literally in, during in, the BLM movement. Yeah, like she's been in the UK or the US for her entire life since she was a teenager. Yeah. She's now in her fifties. Like mm-hmm. even if that was a plausible rationale, how in in whatever language does like black content creator mean like a snarky blog? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Doesn't add up. It doesn't was not a it was not a good look no it was terrible um sergio which is who carolyn 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 stanbury from real house out of dubai husband now yeah which i still don't understand Mm -hmm. um anyway someone resurfaced a tweet from him in 2016 which is now deleted where he used the n-word and was like all my n-words with me and he was referring to his friends oh my gosh that's not 2016 surprising. is like recent that's six years ago yeah and he's super young like yeah he's 27 on the show so 28 now right so he would have been like 21 22 and he not that that makes it any better his age or like, i think it makes it worse yeah like you should know better given the times and given the ages you've lived in yeah <sighs> not surprising and carolyn's carolyn right stanbury mm-hmm. she's just not understanding the assignment of being a housewife like she's just staying in all the time yeah we'll talk about that in our tv recap okay 
Well, in other Housewives news, Denise Richards is a cool-ass mama bear. So you heard about her and Charlie Sheen's daughter starting an OnlyFans account? Yeah. Well, the internet was obviously coming for her daughter and whatever. And Denise wrote this really lengthy statement on her story being like, what the fuck is everyone's deal? And like, if she, what's the difference between her doing this on OnlyFans and making money and her posting it on Instagram? Everyone knows that we make money from posting pictures like this on Instagram. So why can't she do this otherwise? I wish I had her confidence and her bravery and the way that she's handling people coming after her now. Like, I'm proud of her. Good. Yeah. Standing by your daughter. I thought that was badass. So were people implying that she was like posting really like nude pictures or? No. They just don't know. You know, the internet is just like, how can you let your 18 year old daughter do this? Right. I think it was just bikini pictures. Yeah. So if you're going to police it there, you got to police it on Instagram, police it on TikTok, police it everywhere. Yeah. Also, I think like Charlie Sheen has been saying that this was not happening in his house or on his watch, trying to make Denise like this horrible mother you're watching every time they post like how would you know but also like no one cares we have to say charlie sheen you were literally a coke addict all credibility years ago yeah so get bent yeah agreed yeah well in bachelor news lots happened no yeah some good news some bad news mostly bad yeah mostly bad so michelle who was the bachelorette last season she was the most recent season Mm -hmm. Um, and her final man, Nate, have broken up. Um, How long were they together? Less than a year? Yeah, probably. Like maybe just maybe a year and a half at max. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she said they're going their separate ways. And like they both released a lengthy statement on Instagram. I actually was like very surprised to see that breakup. Well, I think it's because they recently made an appearance somewhere and looked pretty in love. Yeah. But you know how I always say, like, TikTok makes me realize that I've never had an original thought ever. Mm-hmm. So there was a video of them posing on the red carpet. And in the comment section, someone said, I don't know why, but every time I see a post of them, I'm just like waiting to read that they had broken up. And I was like, same. Hmm. But they seemed pretty in love in that picture. And then I guess a few days later, they broke up. Well, I feel like it was her end decision was she kind of went for like, the bad boy almost for like the passionate relationship that maybe was going to flame out versus something that maybe could have been longer lasting so it's not totally surprising that they did split but it's interesting like i wonder what happened to like the down payment that the bachelor gave them to buy their house in minnesota good call and and michelle's also stepping back from teaching what yeah i I didn't know that i like a couple weeks ago she announced on her instagram that she was stepping away from teaching to do more like reality stuff i don't know like i'm wondering if maybe she's moving to la maybe if they're going different ways i don't know who knows what's really going on i had no idea yeah but i was surprised at that that breakup well michelle will be just fine no for sure and nate will go back to winnipeg was he i thought he was in austin well he was originally from i know he's from winnipeg yeah but he didn't live there during the show he lived i think it was austin yeah yeah well, we don't claim him. Yeah. Another breakup. Uh, Katie Thurston, who was the bachelorette before Michelle and and John, John who was. Yeah. So Hershey. she started dating him after her breakup with the guy she chose, who was Blake. Blake. And he was from her Tasha's original season. season. No, it's from her season. She just didn't pick him. Oh, OK. But yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. 
they broke up and it was really weird so so she posted that statement on instagram stories that just said something like here's the statement we're not together yeah which is really abrupt yeah and then john followed up with a, your more standard statement of like we appreciate it's hard to share sad news we always I wonder share if good he cheated news because of that i don't know because it was really weird how he has he was like as you've already seen from katie like it definitely wasn't a coordinated announcement no it was definitely like she put it out there in a very abrupt way with like no context and was just like stop asking me about this but do you expect anything different after 12 days of messy no she's so thirsty i hate her yeah she's katie thurston for a reason mm-hmm. she's thurston for a storyline um but in good news tia booth who i forget which season she was originally on well she was on bip she was on colton season mm. i think and she dated colton when they were in paradise and then she was on paradise again and dated some random guy with tattoos so i don't know his name yeah he was the worst and she just got engaged at like a bachelor live on stage like pretty recently probably within the last like three months Mm -hmm. she is pregnant yeah her boyfriend's really cute he is really cute and he's he's not a celebrity or anything right he's like a normal he's a normie okay which i think is great for her they look super happy yeah they do she looks super cute pregnant well congrats to them yeah i'm happy that she found her happiness me too because she was actually like one of the more genuine people like i didn't see her on colton or the first bit that she was on i saw her in the most recent one and i found her to be one of the genuine people yeah i agree Mm -hmm. in other news we got our first looks of the barbie movie that's coming out (laughs) ryan gosling no i just don't i hate it ryan gosling is ken and they showed this picture of him where he's like in a shirt sleeveless vest and his hair is platinum blonde well i just want to know what teeps thought i don't think i showed him because he's definitely wearing jorts and a jean vest oh he'd love that part of it yeah plus it's ryan gosling like i find that every man has a crush on him hmm i'll have to ask yeah i'll report back I hate Should it. Should we just phone him right now? Yeah. Can we phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. I thought he looked like he was 50 years old trying to play 18 year olds. Definitely. Like, I hate Or trying to pick up 18 year olds. Yeah. Like, there's. If you're doing Ken, like, Ken, he. I'd say Ken, the actual Barbie, he looks like he's probably in his late 20s. Oh, he always looked like mid 30s to me. Yeah, that too. But definitely not like Ryan Gosling's age. I just feel like yeah. there are so many other people out out there that would have had a way better showing as Ken. I agree. Like Jacob Elordi. Oh my God. I don't know who that is. From Euphoria? No. Mm. But I was thinking like an Austin Butler. Yeah, Austin Butler too. That's a good one. Yeah. Or just even- somebody with like shaggy blonde hair, young. Yeah. Well, I was excited that Margot Robbie was is barbie because i think she's gorgeous that makes total sense but then i saw pictures of like her posing for it and she didn't look that great really it just looked like she shouldn't be barbie what but i mean i'll still watch it i'm sure i'll be proven wrong yeah she's just so hot but i was thinking you know how barbie had so many different looks like and so many there's so many different barbies like barbie really is like oh i know it's not a one person right like there was black barbies there was blonde there was brunette there's red hair Teresa was my favorite she was the brunette oh i don't remember their names but there was a variety but has there only ever been a singular ken 
Okay, so actually, when I went to go get pedicures with my mom and dad, me and the nail technicians were talking about the Barbie movie, and we were a lot of us were like, "Wasn't he a brunette?" Yeah. But apparently, like the first model of Ken was bleach blonde. Really? Yeah. My Ken was brunette. Mine too. With like a white shirt and blue pants. Yeah. Same. He looked like the I guy often of made Scooby Doo. Though. Who is the guy of Scooby Doo? I don't know. The guy of Scooby Doo that wasn't Shaggy. I actually didn't watch Scooby Doo. Why are you my co-host? Why are you my co-host? <laughs> you don't know anything I ever talk about. It's because I forget. No. Well, yeah, I'll still watch. But anyways, I just think Ryan Gosling is not it. When I actually don't buy into the Ryan Gosling hype. Neither do I. I've never. Neither do I. Same with Ryan Reynolds. Same. I think he tries way too hard. Agreed. And he only does well in the movies where he's pretty much himself in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's playing the same, he's still com- same fucking comedy. Because I think he writes most of them. So it's like written oh, in his own comedic see, style. Like he wrote Deadpool. That's even more annoying. But when is it being released, the Barbie movie? I have no idea. Nice. Mm-hmm. Reporting to you here first with all the information. <laughs> um, I think that the NBA should pitch a show to Bravo because Steph Curry's dad is dating the ex-wife of Steph Curry's mom's new boyfriend. See, I need a fucking family treat because this... I've read this in the notes like 16 times and I cannot visualize. Okay, so Steph's parents divorced. Okay. His mom is dating someone. Got it. He's new. Got it. And his dad is now dating someone. So the people that the parents are dating used to be married to one another. Oh. And I think that that is juicy. Interesting. I wonder if they like swap. <clears throat> Probably not. Probably <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe they're swears. Yeah, but shout out to uh, Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, that's interesting. I wonder how their family dynamics are. Like, maybe they all still get along. So it's like, this is convenient. Now we're all in the same room. Like, you don't have True. to go to different places. You have one Christmas. Yeah. One Easter. Yeah, it all works. What other white holidays are there? <laughs> Thanksgiving. V- Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> I don't know. Canada Day. Christopher Columbus Day. <laughs> i'm just kidding um yeah okay so do you remember hunter and alexis from ultimatum how could i forget they're yeah. the most annoying characters well what do you mean how could you forget i think it's very like because they're to so annoying like they were just like so cringe they were the ones them. who were the first ones no yeah the first ones at that dinner where they were picking their partners to propose yeah and like she was so annoying so annoying she was the blonde she couldn't accept the fact that whatever his face was actually let her down gently yeah caleb colton, colton? started with a c yeah <laughs> these people go in my life <laughs> and then right out oh so you don't like remember their days. names anyways they actually went through and tied the knot i honestly thought they were gonna break off their engagement i i don't know i thought those people are like you're meant for each other because you're mm. both like horrific humans so if you guys That's found true. love with each other, thank God. No, no one else has to be put through that. That's true. Done with you. You're done. Shalom. Lahayim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what I say before I take a shot. Okay, so Beyonce's new song was released last night. Have you listened? Yep. You have listened? Yep. Okay, what do you think? Well, did you notice that right at midnight, you probably didn't, right at midnight, I added it to your More Fire Tracks playlist 
for you. Like you think that I would notice that I I don't go on Spotify. I go to Spotify like once every two weeks. Yeah. But that was kind of you. You're welcome. But let me play just a little bit of the song for mm. our listeners. Okay. Laura's nodding along. You know what? I thought that please this song... Please don't sue us, Beyonce. Yeah, it was please, less than 30 seconds. We have no money, so um, thanks. Mm-hmm. But this song, to me, the lyrics really felt like were meant for you. And for oh. others who have had... Thanks, that's so thoughtful. ...ups and downs during the pandemic. It's like, no matter what this world throws at me, you won't break my soul. I love that. Thanks, Laura. Yeah. That's so sweet. So I hope it resonates with you. I think I've listened to it like two or three times. And the first time I was like, okay, interesting. The beat got a little bit like repetitive for me in parts. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was like, yeah, for sure. I would play this on the golf oh, course. Oh, for sure, for sure, for, for sure. For sure, for sure. Like I'm into this song. For sure. And it made me excited about the rest of her album. Because mm. I feel like it's going to be hyped up like this. So, and like well, her classic. Did we confirm in our previous episodes that she is in fact releasing music and we were right? No. Doing that now. Okay. Well, remember I said she deleted all her pictures and she does that before she releases music. Yes. Well, we were right. And she is releasing music, but I don't know when. It, I don't think she's announced when. It's going to call it, be called Renaissance, I think her album's going to be called. Yeah. And this looks like it's track six because the visual said six, break my soul. So I think this well, is number okay, six. Okay, so you would know because you're a Beyonce stan. Why, what was the meaning behind I am Sasha Fierce? I never knew. I don't know. Why I'm not was a that her album name? Isn't that wasn't like her that her like alter ego, alter ego? I don't know. I don't know. Girl. I just always associated it with Borat because didn't it come out at the same time as Borat? <laughs> and his name is Sasha Baron Cohen, and it's just like I'm Sasha Fierce, and I just kept hearing Sasha and associating the two together. I'm pretty sure those two have nothing to do with each other. Well, That's I see that now. Not the- <laughs> but for a while, I thought that like she had released an album for the movie. But I never heard the songs. Anyway. Um, That's yeah. definitely not it. For sure. For sure. But I like so, the song. Everyone should go listen to it. She did put all her pictures back on her Instagram now. She must have just archived them and then put them back on. It takes a lot of work. She I had know. a lot of posts. I know. Someone must have been hired purely for that. I think that's what I'm going to do when I like hard launch my boyfriend. I'm just going to <laughs> archive Excuse all my pictures. Me? You're going to archive our pictures? Yeah, they're I've been all the going to be face, gone. I've been the face of your Instagram for two years now. I know. You can't take that away from me. If you're not going to make me a bridesmaid, at least make me the face of your Instagram. Social media is all I have, Laura. The reason we're best friends is because you actually publicly claim me. <laughs> I feel true. so loved. But it literally looks like I have no other friends, which is That's true. fine. It's the truth. I know but but wait for my beyonce you'll you'll come back you'll be back like don't worry you won't be gone for long it just needs to be a dramatic hard this is why i hate your boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) like whatever (laughs) just kidding teeps you're probably not listening um i was gonna say do you want to know my opinion on the song yeah so i heard a snippet and i was like oh this beat is sick like i think i'm actually gonna like this song then I listened to it on my drive home from the airport today. And I got to be honest, three minutes in, I had to switch it because it's like four and a half minutes long. It was very repetitive. And you're right. Like that beat just kept going. But she wasn't saying anything other than you won't break my soul. Yeah. So I was like, OK, 
no i agree like it was it did near the three minute mark be like okay nothing new or interesting is happening in this song like it was sort of boring but you're right like i would play it on the golf course too yeah or just like i don't know hosting something yeah kind of reminded me of cold heart like it has the same vibes like like the elton john remix yeah 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 kind of like funk i don't know it was a good beat yeah all right well should we get into our pitch and ditch i'm really really excited yeah i'm excited to hear okay i have two pitches or or ditches this week Mm -hmm. um one which one do you want to talk about first my first one is the j-lo documentary on netflix halftime you literally said, which one do you want to talk about first? My first one is... And then I'm going to tell you a second one, and then you can choose. My second one is a new series on Amazon Prime called The Summer I Turned Pretty. Okay, I'll tell, talk about halftime first. Okay, so as I said, JLo's documentary on Netflix just came out. It's... Um, the doc begins on JLo's 50th birthday in June 2019 and then follows her throughout that year. So despite its name being halftime, I'd say about half, if not more, <laughs> of the show is actually about the release of the movie Hustlers oh, and sick. like her her Oscar campaign, effectively. Mm, she should have been nominated. A big, big, big chunk of the documentary is about that. Actually, I'd say the whole entire theme is about that. Um, yeah. But I'll get into Because honestly, like, I don't find JLo to be a good actor. I enjoy the movies because they're chick flicks and whatever rom-coms but she was actually really good in hustlers mm, you're feeding into the narrative that she's clearly very upset about really in the entire document. I've, I've said that before this show no that's what she's movie. based so the, that's my takeaway from the entire documentary is her this documentary was like if no one's gonna give me the recognition that i deserve for being a triple threat for being equally as talented as an actress as a musician and as a dancer then i'll go out and make my own documentary and show you just that like it was very much like trying to be like f all the haters that have said that i'm not enough in each of these categories saying that you just said it oh yeah that's true (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. okay so it was directed towards people (laughs) like you (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah so she as obviously like she want was talking about how she's done all these movies and like they've been huge box office successes like made manhattan was massive oh my god great movie the first movie she was ever in celine massive like all Mm -hmm. of these movies that she's been in but she's never been given like the at least the like the awards and stuff that other people have had when they've been in these type of movies and had this type of success nominated at least she was nominated for a golden globe for hustlers but that was her first i think that was her first ever nomination oh yeah that's not fair and then she didn't get nominated for an oscar at all like she was Mm. totally snubbed and that like at all she didn't get nominated how does that work how do you get nominated for an oscar who I'm does pretty, isn't that? it the academy like the academy but who's the quotes? academy i don't fucking know i think it's like 300 old white guys and they're uh, like mm, i like this person that's my guess i have no idea no yeah. facts no you know what that. you're probably right so, i actually did watch the first 10 minutes of it with my mom and i was shocked to like find out that she wasn't the singer in the family like okay not shocked but shocked because here i am being one of the haters i don't think she's that great of a singer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like in her family 
I thought she would have just been like the performer, the singer, whatever. Yeah. But it was her two sisters were like the big singers and her mom was a big like Broadway person. Mm -hmm. And then she is the one that has obviously had the most success. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just like a few comments. So like a lot of the headlines that have come about this documentary have been taking her comments out of context and making it seem like she has been making the comment that she is so pissed about having to share the stage with Shakira. Yeah. And then when I first said, I first mentioned the documentary to you, you said that back to me. Like, well, didn't she say this? Like, and I, uh, you didn't let me finish about it. I was going to clear the air. Okay. And you were like, no, yeah. what she actually said. Then yeah. you went on about how you actually watched it. Yeah. So a lot of the people were just reading the headlines and taking that as its word. But like what she was actually in the documentary pissed about is the, she was pissed at the NFL, first of all, because this halftime show was in Miami. It was like during the time when Trump was building the wall and trying to force out all immigrants and doing all this crazy Yikes. shit. And it was clearly like the NFL was in deep doo-doo because it was all the stuff about kneeling during the flag and all the shit that Trump said about that. So clearly they wanted to like have a person of color, specifically a Latina, because it was in Miami, to like represent them and be like, here's our token person. We are all good, yeah. see? And then she was mad that they made the made two Latinas do a show when either one of them could have carried it. So true. So first of all, she was like offended by that. Yeah. And then second of all, she's like, and if you're going to have a double headliner with us equally coming out, it's not like I'm the headliner and bring Shakira as my guest. Mm -hmm. If we're equal headliners, we should be given more minutes. Definitely. And they're so strict. Like the documentary, they were only given like 14 minutes. And even that they had to beg for an extra minute because it was only supposed to be like 12 to 13. And they they would only give them like one extra minute. So they agreed between the two of them to like split the time evenly uh-huh. and each have six minutes. So you have six minutes to condense like all your hits into this massive And there's such massive stars that they have so many hits. Exactly. Like it was, I don't, it wasn't, I don't know. So she was frustrated at the NFL, not because she had to share the stage. Like I think she has a lot of respect for Shakira. Yeah. Shakira was barely in the documentary though. Mm. And it was kind of weird. Like I expected them to show the entire halftime show. They didn't. They only showed bits and pieces, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Um, and you were saying that A-Rod wasn't in it, but Ben Affleck was for like a, minisec- a millisecond. Yeah. And it was interesting that he was even in it because I read that this this piece that they took of him talking wasn't specifically done for this interview. It was like a past interview that he'd done talking about J-Lo. And they what? just like plunked it in. And it was weird that they even plunked it in because like why? Like aren't we decentering men from our lives? Like why are they in this documentary at all this is about j-lo yeah we don't need her booze here yeah and a lot of it was about like how that's all the paparazzi cared about was like her her men and her divorces and her failed engagements and like all these headlines it's like why are you feeding it in by even having them here Mm -hmm. but anyways yeah so in in his little mini scene he was being interviewed and he was talking about how the headlines used to always call j-lo a diva and this was Ben talking. He's like, yeah, I said to her once, doesn't this bother you? And she said, I'm Latina. I'm a woman. I expected this. You just don't expect it. You expect to be treated fairly. Mm. So it's basically like, yeah, that's your white privilege, your white male privilege. Like, of course, you don't like find this an affront because you it would never happen to you. Yeah. So it was interesting that they just plucked him in and like have him have say that comment. But you would pitch it overall. So so (laughs) here's the thing wait you were totally gonna pitch it on the weekend no but like okay so this is the thing it could have been definitely better 
I like so you're basically agreeing that she shouldn't have been nominated for anything and it makes sense absolutely not i'm not agreeing with you one of her haters no (laughs) these are my problems with it timeless she is obviously a powerful woman a powerful powerful performer i honestly wish none of it was about like hot hustlers in this oscars campaign i would have liked to see more of her like dancing doing choreography more of the performances Hmm. um because it did really feel like before this documentary honestly i didn't have the perception that she wasn't a triple threat i've always thought that she was a boss yeah but when she does this whole documentary about how no one's ever given her recognition and she's always been like cast aside then i started having that thought in my mind and i was like now i'm being left with the comment of like questioning her legitimacy when before i never questioned it but Hmm. now i'm like well why are all these people saying that like the documentary was meant to disprove that and for me it just like raised question marks in my mind it had like the opposite effect that i think she wanted it to have yeah so and so i think it 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 didn't it wasn't as like exciting as i think it could have been had there been more dancing choreography etc but it was interesting let's say i think i'm gonna watch it tonight okay in bed okay um now that i have my bed back my second yeah i'm excited to hear about this this one has really captured my attention so it's a pitch this one is a pitch for sure so it's called the summer i turned pretty it's on amazon prime i think there's seven or eight episodes in the series and it's a new show like 2022 brand new show just was released it's based on three books by jenny han um this is just the first book as i understand it i haven't read any of the books okay um but the show is about, it's like, as it says, the summer that this girl basically like hit puberty and blo- blossomed from like an old nerdy young braces glasses girl to like, a, like really a really pretty girl. princess diary situation. Yeah, but it but it doesn't have the like like the Disney frou-frou aspect of it. It feels really real and legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like the storytelling, I'd say, is similar to Sex Live of, Lives of College Girls. Oh, I like that. Like it's very realistic. It's grounded. It's down to earth. Um, it's not a comedy. So the um, other show I had akin it to is Never Have I Ever, but it's not. Oh yeah, it you love the that same, show. Yeah, but it doesn't have the same comedic aspects to it. Okay. Um, interesting. But it's, I'm surprised there's no comedy in this. Yeah, it's not comedy at all. But it's also not too heavy. Like it's a lighthearted watch. It's very much like a teen drama. Like these these kids are like. 13 14 15 years old um the concept is they always go out to this summer house and it's these two women with their two kids so this one girl has a girl and a boy and this other girl has two boys and they've been going back to this summer house every single summer since they've been born Mm -hmm. and they always spend the summer together usually just the four of them because the husbands are off doing other things um i guess the six of them and so the story is about the one summer after this girl had like became pretty and it's kind of like the love story of like who's she gonna choose when she's trying to find herself has her first kiss like all these type of things um and there's also some more heavy dynamics happening with the parents Mm -hmm. with the two moms um that kind of gets dropped throughout like all of a sudden you realize there's like way more things happening than you know of yeah it's really well done really well written it's light it's airy it's like addicting i like i think i'm on episode five and i started it yesterday and i don't have a lot of time Mm, that's pretty crazy for you i know right so you said that there's seven to eight episodes so far is it being released in real time or it has a whole season all out oh okay yes you can binge the whole thing when did it come out i think just in the past week oh and also the soundtrack is unreal really like you'll want to follow the playlist after 
it's like if you go on tiktok like all the viral songs like there's nice. a, and there's also like teen teeny right so it's like a lot of taylor swift billy eilish um doja cat like all these nice really new songs i'm gonna watch that tonight in bed yeah you'll love it it's definitely a pitch okay there was one other question i was gonna ask about it but i forget oh how long are the episodes so they're usually around like 35 to 45 minutes okay they're just long they're like the perfect length as long as it's not like 23 or 21 minutes no it's not a sitcom but it's not like a full-on hour-long drama kind of thing they're the perfect Mm. length okay yeah cool so that's a pitch it's a pitch for sure go watch wait i have a pitcher ditch and i put it before you so i know but should we wait for it for next week since now we've done wow two? that's so dirty of you but you've had it for like the past you got three weeks two. okay fine is it that good that it can't wait? no i was gonna say i have a pitch for you and a ditch for the rest of the world i'm just gonna do it god's favorite idiot it's with melissa mccarthy and her husband bell ben falcone mm-hmm. did you see it it's on netflix wait her actual real life husband yeah is in the show yeah i saw it advertised as like top 10 yeah it's horrible it's actually given 22 percent on rotten tomatoes oof so basically this mid-level tech support employee clark which is melissa mccarthy's husband he gets struck by lightning one day and then randomly becomes like the messenger of god god's favorite idiot okay and at the same time falls in love with his co-worker um melissa her name's amelie with an a and satan appears and apparently like lucifer is having a battle with god in heaven and it's up to clark to stop this and spread the message of god and while he's doing that like spreading the message to his city or the world he has to like fight off satan who keeps appearing and satan is played by do you know leslie bibb no okay she she was in talladega nights and zookeeper anyway she sounds very not famous yeah you would recognize her if you saw her in the show okay anyway um i thought it was horrible it sounds so really really stupid um, so it's a pitch for you no and a that ditch is not for a everyone else because you have not. horrible taste okay but i don't even really like melissa carthy movies generally like i don't like her sense of humor like i wasn't you even didn't like bridesmaid no i was just gonna say you didn't like bridesmaid no melissa mccarthy aside Kristen wig i love maya rudolph i love Kristen wig my maya Ru- rudolph take it or leave it for me yeah um but yeah i just wasn't into that movie i know and everyone loves it but i just didn't so for me i know just well. outed myself all right should we get in our tv tv recaps yep so let's start with real housewives of beverly hills and there's only really one thing to talk about because only really one thing happened again it was basically a continuation of this crystal sutton fight um and now they're down in punta mita and they separate the groups into like the surfing group and the group that goes into town for dinner so surfing group is crystal erica and lisa group that goes into town is lisa no sorry kyle dorit and sutton and garcelle and garcelle which was just a really interesting split it was yeah so in each of their respective discussions they're basically like rehashing from their perspective like what's been going on definitely on the beach scene with crystal they're like hyping her up to try to get her to confront sutton 
it just felt like they were there as producer plants to be like let's keep this going like let's get them fired up well i also just thought it was so desperate on erica's part like you could see right through it she obviously has a vendetta against sutton and whatever she was saying to crystal like if crystal could not see through that and thought it was genuine then she's a fucking idiot totally like didn't garcelle that say that in her whatever confessional she's like let's yeah. cut to the chase you just don't like sutton yeah this is not you're like you're using crystal as a pawn mm-hmm. to just create further grief for sudden well that's exactly it and i'm gonna be honest like this episode was background noise for me yeah i'm just so over this storyline yeah it is pretty stupid and that's basically all that happens like they go out for dinner again they hashed it all out again they mentioned that crystal had a falling out with 14 of her friends yeah okay so about that it obviously wasn't all at once but was it all at once i guess we don't know don't you think it would have to be all at once for it to be something that was gossip worthy like who who would be counting through time like there's one friend there's two there's three no i feel like this is what might have happened crystal was talking to someone that who brought this up sutton or rinna well sutton originally brought it up but then kyle and rinna both confirmed that they'd heard it and and someone oh and then oh no i'm right i feel like crystal might have been talking to someone that they all know whoever brought it up and was just like yeah you know like i'm pretty whatever about my life i'm i don't keep people in it if they don't need to be like i've lost 14 friends over the years because i don't put up with bullshit something like that you think crystal that came from crystal's mouth either crystal or like someone else is like oh crystal is a lot she's dramatic she's like cut out 14 people in her life over the years like i think this is just being taken out of content Mm, interesting but because crystal hasn't like like she's been doubling down on it like she's been commenting on instagram like yeah um if they're not worth having and like she said something along the lines like confirming that she's cut out 14 people yeah but i don't think it was all at once i don't know i don't think i could say that no i get what you're saying in terms of like something through telephone becoming fact when it was really like an offhanded exaggeration is that what you're saying it was yeah like i could be like oh in the pandemic i like lost touch with 20 friends yeah i just think that there was something bigger that happened Hmm. but we'll probably never find out probably um they actually like crystal and sutton do kind of have a kumbaya eventually where crystal says like i understand my choice of words was confusing and i'm sorry i'm working on it it'll never happen again that was super awkward sutton like forced her to say the words it'll never happen again Mm so uncomfortable it was like she was being parentified yeah and crystal was just like shutting down to like stop the conflict and i was just like okay i'm just gonna say whatever she's saying yeah and then sutton did apologize for bringing up hearsay in the rumors and then of course erica fucking interjects again which like in that moment actually though when erica did interject it made sense because sutton kept cutting crystal off and erica was basically saying like let her fucking finish her sentence yeah so i was like okay i understand why you're interjecting in this moment because i would be annoyed too at her keeping cutting her off but because it was erica i was just like get the fuck out well that's like what garcelle was saying she's like erica you're really pissing me off or what did she say you're bugging the shit out of me me. Yeah, yeah she's like why are you all in this let them figure it out and erica says why shouldn't i be in this it's like you just why? really look forward to doing that every episode, don't you? I know. You? Like, I have to make an Erica storyline so I can use my really good impression. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all you got going for you. And then another annoying... So then Sutton and Diana get this, like, in this, another ridiculous fight because Sutton said at the dinner before, like, as much as I hate her, I like you about Crystal. 
Yeah. Which she did say. And then Diana was she like, did. you said that. And then she's like, I didn't say that. I said, I don't like what she did to me. She's like, no, you didn't fucking say that. And, and Diana didn't was other right. people confirm? I think so. Yeah. From the other end of the table, you kind of heard them saying like, no, you did yeah. say that. Sutton's being super weird. I know. But then you saw that whole thing blow up. And then did you see like they cut to like Lisa and Erica looking at each other with this smirk on their face, like mission accomplished. Yeah. It was I just did. so evident. And then, of course, like Sutton has this big blow up with Diana, goes off to the bathroom, comes back to the table, immediately apologizes, which I thought was good. Like she immediately knew where she went wrong. It was like, I'm sorry I got in your face. I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm sorry I let you. They were going to squash it. And then fucking Erica comes in again with the, she was crying. You made her cry. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm so bored of this storyline. I'm just so bored of Erica. Like, she needs to get out of here. Like, come up with your own things to talk about. Okay, when is Sheree coming in? And when is Kathy coming in? Like, I want to see the drama between Rinna, Kyle, and Kathy. Well, apparently when they go to Aspen, so who knows when that trip's going to happen. That's probably going to be at the end of the season. You know how this works. Yeah, they'll have another couple episodes of, like, the fallout from this trip. No, I can't deal with that anymore. Yeah, it's going to happen. But at least we have Southern Charm this Thursday to make, over, make up for it. What I did like with Kyle being like, look, I know Crystal was crying, but she brought this on herself. And she can't be pulling this victim card all the time. Like, it feels very intentional. And that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking, too. I'm like, she's That totally... was the only time I agreed with Kyle. Yeah. About this crystal stuff. And it was interesting to see Kyle adverse to Erica and Lisa It was, because, well. like, she would never dare to otherwise. No. So I liked that, actually. Yeah. But that's that. Yeah, not much to cover. Kardashians next. Yes. Yeah, so let's get into this week's episode of the Kardashians. Okay. So obviously the major storyline this episode was Chloe finding out about Tristan impregnating a woman who's not her. Yeah. And we start the episode with Chloe sobbing on the phone talking to Kim and she's crying a lot and then we hear her talking about it in interviews and she was saying how like everything about it was a betrayal like not only him having sex with someone else getting someone else pregnant but the fact that this was going on for like six plus months where he had hired lawyers was having conversations with lawyers was giving them instructions was signing sworn declarations was doing all of this and she had absolutely no idea that this was even happening can relate like that is the betrayal just someone's cover-up of everything yeah and like the lengths at which they would go like the deceit yeah because it's often not the actual act that is as egregious or hurtful as the entire cover-up like we're saying because like the entire world who has paid attention for the past two years has watched tristan try to redeem himself and chloe was so hesitant and so cautious and then when she finally leaned in he just fucks her over again yeah you can't trust anything it's like he just likes the chase but like he's such a sad individual no i know it's totally about him like in his issues and that was interesting too because ultimately um at the christmas photo shoot chloe and kim have a discussion about this Mm -hmm. and kim's like so have you talked to tristan and chloe said yeah you know i mean he called me and he pled his case and i'm thinking in my head like what could his case possibly be what it, what does she mean by plead his case? Like, was he saying 
that he didn't mean to or it's a lie like what does that mean but actually i remember kim saying something like it's just so frustrating that now he's saying i need therapy and now he's saying i need all these things it's like it took you till now to realize you needed therapy he didn't realize though laura that's the thing no he's not realizing shit he's just, just what he has to say totally like that must have been his case like trust me i'll do xyz i know i finally realize it's like if it took this much after you've already cheated after you've already had this jordan woods thing and it took this to finally make you look in the mirror and be like hmm something maybe is wrong with me when is he just gonna say yeah i'm a shit individual nothing i say is gonna fix this i'm sorry like stay the fuck away from me let's just co-parent yeah that's what he should that's be saying. what you say if you realized how fucked up you've been totally no that's totally right yeah he's a pos um Mm. so yeah it was a lot i just like find it so confusing that he actually got her pregnant like the thing is if you're gonna cheat on somebody wear a condom okay you don't like condoms don't come in her like how hard is it not to get somebody pregnant all these celebrities who cheat i don't understand like why don't you practice safe sex like pull out and pray at least at At a bare minimum bare minimum this is brought to you by a commercial break. Practice safe sex. Birth control. Condoms. They're your friends. Yeah. Especially if you're a celebrity. Don't cheat. Yeah. First and foremost, don't be a piece of shit. Ask for consent. Yeah. And then at the end, we see Chloe packing up some of Tristan's stuff from their house. I felt so bad because she just moved into this house with him and just set it up and was so excited. But I do love that she's like, you know what? In my gut. I knew that something could go down because she said that Tristan had offered to pay the down payment and offered to like go in with her. And she's like, absolutely not. This is mine. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you bad bitch. That is yours. Mm-hmm. Like you. <laughs> Same for <laughs> different can, reasons. Can for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> the only other in- interesting part of this episode was Chris's recording of Jingle Bells. So bad. I was laughing so hard like yeah. i knew how stupid it was but like the scene of her singing and Cl- and courtney being in the background like absolutely pissing her pants laughing yeah i was laughing so hard really i knew how dumb it was and how it was just filler but i get a kick out of chris did you i honestly think i'm gonna be chris when i'm a mom <laughs> but did you see did you listen to the thing when they were playing it in the car with travis and courtney yeah it was pretty bad so bad it was such a bad song meanwhile Corey's in the back just like trying to support her yeah he's just like a fixture like he's like he's like a background person he's always in the scenes but he's all of a sudden you're like oh shit Corey's there yeah he doesn't speak he doesn't contribute he's just like there in the periphery yeah it's hilarious but he stuck around for like five years no i love it honestly thought he wasn't gonna be there long term i know i love it um but apart from that like not much happened it ended on a really weird note but yeah how did it even end so chris was checking her phone she was like wait a minute and then she's like looking closer at her phone going through her messages and she's like this is our crazy life this is our crazy life and then it was like to be continued dot 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 to be continued Mm -hmm. but there's not not more to this season right i don't know that'd be nice if they did it like kardashians where they split it up the season half and half yeah i have no idea hmm i wonder what it could be what would it be in the timeline right after tristan cheated i don't remember kanye 
Yeah. The thing with Kanye. Maybe Travis and Astroworld. Uh, I bet you they steer so clear from that. I Probably. bet you they won't even cover it. Yeah. Like, that's horrific, but I bet you that's what happens. Well, I don't remember any storylines about Caitlyn Jenner or Kendall. No. Well, Kendall's episode, part of this episode was like, I'm just so obsessed with health. I have like a hyperbolic chamber in my house that I just like go and do emails in. I don't remember that. I think I just automatically tune her out. Yeah, well, it was a stupid part of the episode. It's like, why are you even here? Like, yeah. her and Kylie honestly don't even need to be in the show if they're not going to, like, contribute I kind of wish things. we saw more of Kylie. I do, too, but she's not going to give us anything. Yeah. Like, she just needs to be out feed. Yeah. Well, it seems like we are getting more content from them. No idea when and no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. I hope there are more episodes, though. That would be sick. It is sad that it's over. And I am probably going to rewatch all of it. Oh, you for sure will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into Real Housewives of Dubai. So this episode was mostly focused around Lisa's Mina Rowe maternity wear fashion oh, yeah. show. Well, she was expanding it. Yeah. So normal wear. Yeah. She's expanding, yeah, to, I guess, lounge wear. Yeah. And she was going to have a fashion show, which is at the end of the episode. So it starts out with um, Ian, who's like a modeling. I guess she runs a modeling agency. Mm. And they were casting models to be in her fashion show. And Ian just has like the lines of the episode again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's like. Two-way street. Oh, I don't remember There's that There's a one. left and right. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you meet in the middle. <laughs> so she says during this casting she's like we need super size models and they're like no it's plus size and then she <laughs> says in her um, she says in her like confessional she's like yes super size super size is food this is not mcdonald's <laughs> telling herself <laughs> she is the moment i know i love her and then she's talking about she's like i'm just getting really good at my english i'm learning so many words like the other day i went to the bank and said give me my money verbatim verbatim oh yeah <laughs> and i couldn't tell if she was saying like that was part of her sentence or like she's verbatim yeah yeah, yeah. demanding saying verbatim. Yeah, like, this is exactly what i said i'm saying it verbatim mm-hmm. i don't know it's so funny that she reads out the definition for verbatim she is i just love her mm-hmm. she's everything this show needs and more yeah i also think it's hilarious that how lisa and sh- and i met was that lisa was casting again and she (laughs) casted she needed two black models and so she casted (laughs) chanel from one casting agency and then ian from the other casting agency and then only one model showed up because she was like chanel ian yeah (laughs) i thought that was so fitting i know it's so her she's just so wacky yeah apart from that there was the fact that caroline stanbury didn't show up to the fashion show and i think lisa was starting to kind of see caroline's ways um because caroline didn't want to come because ion was there right yeah and she said that she was like exhausted and didn't want to give her energy which like i understand when you're in the real world i like mm-hmm. can respect that like oh yeah if you don't have the emotional energy to give to something but, but as if you're you, a real housewife exactly like as you alluded to like you're on a show yeah you're meant to be there you're meant to stir you gotta up drama. show up to those shows and if there's drama good yeah and if you're at your wits end even better like there's likely Why'd to be you more sign drama up for the show yeah exactly um but it was also about chanel ion and caroline brooks squashing whatever it is but it seems like they have these fights yeah so they go over lunch like ion and lisa with brooks and ion again brings a gift 
she brings lemons. a pot full of lemons because she, well first she says like because she's bitter yeah and then when she gets there she's like no because like you know when life gives you lemons you make lemonade <laughs> yeah or like limes if you're you yeah if i'm yeah if you're me <laughs> um but i also so they do quash their beef but then in a confessional brooks is like dude they're like pinky in the brain and who is the brain for sure lisa's the brain and chanel is pinky and then she's like you don't listen to pinky yeah and i was like that is a good like a visual i see it yeah chanel's so tall apart from like all of that there was just sarah was having her modeling shoot and i don't remember anything about nina no they were boring they weren't part of the episode really at all Mm-mm. what i did love though about the 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 um friendship between ayan and chanel is that when wait ayan and who or sorry oh my god <laughs> with ayan and lisa that when they were talking about their friendship they're like yeah they're like two peas in a pod and then it was interesting at that lunch because when they were talking about the feud between ayan and carolyn lisa interjected and then she's like no like you don't go to her she comes to you she needs to apologize to you yeah like, you don't let that bitch like she was going so hard for her and i was like yeah that's, that's how, how i you would are. be for you yeah i literally yeah. wrote like you are lisa like, for sure you, you would be like you don't take shit from no one they're so lucky to have you in their lives and they're if gonna i was going you. through something i'd be like laura should i just like go and apologize should i just like you know keep my side of the street clean yeah that's always my advice yeah <laughs> we balance no, each other I'm out channeling my bad bitch energy this summer <laughs> and for the rest of the year good you go girl. it's my villain story um lisa also said that the mina Rowe fashion show was the number one event in dubai like no, i no, i, I never heard of it highly doubt that highly doubt it number one event in dubai is the expo yeah that didn't, makes sense didn't they say something about the expo i don't know in that sh- in that episode I did like the clothes, though. I thought that they were cute. I actually did not pay attention to the clothes. They were, like, black and white, and they looked like something you could wear. Okay, how would you feel? So Lisa mentioned that her husband didn't believe in her clothing line, but he believed in her, and that's why he invested. How would you feel if your partner said that to you? Ideally, you'd have them believe in both, but I like, I don't think I'd be upset by the keeping it real of being like, Look, if you're passionate about it, go for it. I believe in you. You can make a mountain out of anything. I'm not like completely sold that this idea will be a success, but like I don't doubt that if you want it to be, it will. Yeah, I agree. But I thought it had some hints of like them not being totally compatible. Well, also when he came out and introduced the fashion show and was like, oh, I don't, I don't know, I have anything to do with this. I just pay the bills. It's like, why are you undermining her? Like, yeah. she's clearly a profitable company at this point. I highly well, doubt you're still I was funding it. Gonna allude to. Yeah, like I just feel like he undercut everything that she's <laughs> done with that one comment. It's like that's so, it was so not necessary. So unnecessary. Like I hope that was producer planted and he's not actually like that towards her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm, same. But yeah, that was about it. I don't remember what's supposed to happen this week, but we'll find out tomorrow. And then, like I said, Southern Charm. On Thursday. This Thursday. And Real Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip must be coming out soon. Like, they're having a showing. I was thinking the same thing. When is it coming out? I literally thought it was going to be tonight because I saw on Instagram that they were having, like, somebody was watching it. But I guess they're showing the premiere episode today somewhere in New York as, like, an event. So it must Mm -hmm. be coming out soon because there's going to be, like, news that's probably to get people hyped and talking about it true brandy did get new eyebrows oh is she a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I didn't even like think of those two together. But she is bi. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a whole storyline with, with her Denise. Denise Richards. Gotta love it. Um, and for those who care, Maiden and Chelsea just wrapped up filming. Um, for their summer season, which I think is going to be real juicy because Mava and James Taylor announced their engagement and that Mava's pregnant and you see like a clip of Miles looking really sad and Miles is my honey love boo. You should go console him. I should, but they just finished filming. <laughs> um, I think he's fine now. Okay. And I think that it's going to come out in September, October. Okay. Happy for you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Pop Therapy. So thanks so much for tuning in to our new listeners from Australia, South and Korea. And South Korea and Germany. Germany. We love you. International. We Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Been there. Done that. <laughs> okay. Bye.